0: Welcome to another episode of Life's 3x5s podcast. Liz and Tim have created the ideal conversation formula for them. Everything begins with what's on a 3x5 index card. It can be anything, and it can go anywhere in 30 minutes or so. If allowed, they can somehow magically become connected by a single word. And now, today's unscripted and unpredictable conversation between two longtime radio friends from a remote location with Liz Wilder and Tim Larson.
1: You gotta get your lips all smooth.
0: I do, I do. All
1: smooth and juicy. I I had
2: my fingers all smooth. (laughs) I had them rotating, (laughs) and now I have to do the same with my lips. I did
1: that on my my face. I put a little bit on my face. Why Why
2: did you do that?
1: Because a clay mask is supposed to be good for you. Is it really? It is. Wouldn't it be to draw out all the impurities? But
2: yeah, good luck with you on that one. Hey, (laughs) think about that.
1: I didn't put and, it in my mouth. and, and my honestly nose.
2: you shouldn't start with your face if you're, <laughs> <laughs> if you're trying to get your impurities out i'm just saying
1: ah uh, you know it's just all a clay right, mask right, like a clay mask right, and clay right. is part of the deal today because today we are at three ravens pottery <laughs>
2: our host is tom He will tell us a little bit about Three Ravens Pottery and downtown Rockford is his location. Mm -hmm. I found out about him through social media. So, Tom, whatever your efforts are there, know that they paid off. And we did some um, spinning of some pottery earlier and now we're going to do the show and we want to find out about Three Ravens Pottery. So, Tom, help us out with how this all
3: happened and what your background is. So, my background is in the fine arts i was an oil painter i mean still m but you know originally i had taken ceramics or pottery at wiu western yeah western illinois university and that's Um, in
1: macomb right
3: yeah macomb illinois it's a nice little farming town i know i grew up
1: pretty close to it hannibal and quincy oh really so i know where that is
3: yeah well so i I had to take ceramics out there and it was kind of funny because uh i had to do that to get into their sculpture program and originally i thought I don't really want to take pottery <laughs> and then I got on the wheel and I thought I'm hooked. Years later I moved out to Rockford. I met my college sweetheart. Uh, one day she had said uh, you know you're not really happy. You're not doing the, the art that you want to do. Like why don't you take a ceramics course. You really you really loved it and when I did I fell right back in love. Mm, there you go. So I, I founded Three Ravens Pottery 2016. Then I got my own studio space above the Norwegian.
1: So this was not the original location that we're at?
3: Oh, no. I was upstairs in, a, in the small loft, uh, f- like 550 square feet. Wow. I mean, it was tiny.
1: Okay. And
2: why three ravens?
3: Oh, it's a throwback to my, my Norwegian heritage. And uh, we're also we're, uh, dedicated to uh, not only making pottery, we're teaching folks so that they can remember pottery. And so it's a little play off of Odin's Two Ravens there. Oh, and nice. then uh, making a community, you know, so the third Raven is legacy.
2: So not only do you have classes come in here with students, but if somebody has, you know, eight family members, you could do that. Or like uh, Stephanie coming in here, she comes in and does her individual projects and then they do the series of killings. So you pretty much cater to everybody, don't you?
3: Oh, absolutely. You know, from date nights, classes, returning students, we have memberships coming up. You know, we do everything pottery. I saw
2: some um, research that I was doing on pottery because I don't really know anything about pottery. And I saw that the oldest piece of pottery, and it was fragments, granted, was found in a cave in China 20,000 years old is what they imagined. Isn't it cool to be a part of something that is that old that was supposedly invented in Africa during the 10th millennium BC? It's crazy.
3: Actually, you want to hear a funny story about that? Uh, the first written complaint was done on clay.
1: Oh, just like I was going to say, like, the Ten Commandments is on his tablet. Right. Yeah, there <laughs> you go.
3: Yeah, done during the law days of Hammurabi. You know, it was about a copper merchant. But, you know, the the font on it is like six point. Really, I mean, really tiny. And it's actually in the uh, Syrian Heritage Museum here in Illinois in the Chicago metro really? area.
1: Wow. Here, I'm thinking you were pulling a joke on us. Oh no, No, it's 100 percent true. That's kind of cool. So walk me through the steps of everything. So if somebody comes in here, Mm -hmm. what do they do?
3: We're gonna learn how to prep our clay. We're gonna center it so it makes it nice and even. We're gonna open it, we're gonna pull it, we're gonna turn it into, you know, a bowl, a vase, a mug. It just depends like how aptitude you are at it, how much practice, of course. But then after it's been fired, we will glaze it, we'll fire it again, and you walk away with your own handmade stoneware pottery. You can eat out of it, drink out of it, microwave it.
2: Do you think that most of the people that come in here are doing it for practicality purposes or decorative, or where would the percentage fall?
3: A lot of the students make practical utilitarian ware, but I have some students, I encourage them, that make the decorative stuff. You know, if you wanna take a, a simple vase and then cover it in tree frogs. and <laughs> Well, you uh, should see the Hobbit House back there. Yeah, Jocelyn is 14, super talented, and yeah, it's pretty incredible.
1: Wow.
3: And you have to dress up to come here. (laughs) Tom warned
2: us, nah. you, you have to pull up your nastiest shirt <laughs> and your nastiest pants. So I went out in the garage and I got all my yard clothing and I got my grandfather's jean jacket. You had your mother's had my overall. mom's
1: overalls yeah, on, yeah. yeah. We didn't get as messy as I thought. Here, you know, I am imagining the most famous <laughs> scene of all movies when it comes to pottery. You know, from Ghost with yeah. Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze getting all messy and whatever. I know, maybe got my forearms messy. I know, but that's Hollywood. Well, still.
3: Well, actually, you two were really clean at pottery today. See? Oh. Yeah, surprisingly. Do like, you really have people good.
1: that get all messy like that, too?
3: Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> 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 they
0: just can't Stephanie, are
1: you one of those clean ones, or are you a messy one? Oh, on the day, oh, the day. <laughs> the day. She's good She's good Well before we go any further We have to do a toast So grab your pottery mugs With everything in it And here's the toast Because we are at Three Ravens Pottery Here's to killing it today
3: Oh
2: Yay
3: Wow
2: Wow Wow just because you're not a dad doesn't mean you can't supply dad jokes. <laughs>
3: and I do so well at that. Oh, oh man. I do.
1: You want to hear a joke? You want to hear, hear a pottery joke? Really? Truly? What do you call a potter with a broken kiln? What do you call a potter? Out of commission. Oh. I
2: dum bump Oh, ba-dum-bum. Yeah. You okay. see how Stephanie's giving you the courtesy smile?
1: Cur- <laughs> and probably rolling her eyes, aren't you? Okay, so what did the clay say to the pottery wheel? Come on, do you know? Uh, you know no. you know this one. No. Sure you do.
2: No. I, how do I know any of these?
1: You spin me round, right round, baby, <laughs> round, right round.
2: Wow, have you been drinking? No,
1: I haven't. Okay. I just had that one sip, and here's my final one. Okay. Are you ready?
2: Final one, yes. Oh, stop. Well, I Yay. might have to come up with
1: another one just because. Okay, what did Clint Eastwood, Eastwood, Clint Eastwood Clint East <laughs> 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 say wow. when, yeah, I'm right, I can't even drink anymore, Water. Say before firing up the ceramic bowls he made in pottery class. I don't know. What is it? Go ahead. Bake my clay. Oh, pretty close. You were pretty close, Tim. You were pretty close. Oh, my God.
2: Tom, thank you so much for inviting us in. This has been fantastic. And, and honestly, I'll be back because I think I can do better next time.
3: You just keep getting better. You know, you don't really get worse at pottery. You can still have a bad day. But the more you practice, it just, it just becomes natural.
1: Oh, I love it. Thank you. Appreciate well, you're that. Oof, Appreciate and I can't wait to see what ours looks like, too. Now, I made like a little bowl, but I had some major help because I did too thin on the top and it kind of fell over.
2: And I made sort of a catch-all decorative little piece, a little bit shorter than the size of a coffee mug, but I sort of threw Tom a curveball a you little did. bit. You did. Yeah. You did.
1: But I think he liked Beg- it. Well, it's yeah, a challenge, he, right?
2: Yeah, he figured out the way to do it. I love those presidential gold coins, those gold dollars. And I thought possibly that you could push those and recess those in before kilning. He goes, no, you can't do that because the temperatures that he goes to will first melt the gold before it kilns the clay.
1: I think he said the temperatures were like six cones. Tom, was that right? Six cones, which is how much in Fahrenheit temperature. Two thousand two hundred and thirty-two. Wow. Whoa. So we're talking volcano.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just just to give yeah, just you a little reference. Yeah.
2: So uh so Tom said, you know, he's thinking, you see the, the gears turning in his head, and he says, Well, you know what we could do? We could make a recessed area, but we have to oversize it because there is a little bit of a shrinkage when you do the kiln. Shrinkage. Yeah, I know. It's, it's not because like, it's cold. It's like guys going yeah. in a pool. Um, <laughs> but the uh the, the recessed area that we made at the bottom of this piece will allow us to use liquid nails later and, and you can just glue that right ju- in. And just put it right in the bottom.
1: So what are you going to do with that thing? It's going to be decorative. Oh, just decorative. Yeah, okay. it's going to be decorative. My and hopefully cup. when somebody sees
2: that, uh-huh.
1: they go, oh, that's her neat! Hey, how'd you do that? Blah, and blah, then blah. you can say, go then, to Three Ravens Pottery. Uh, well, not only that, but you can uh, tell t- them.
2: take a look inside.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, mine's going to be kind of like this. I didn't do the little divot at the bottom, but it's a little um, a cup. And I'm planning on using this in my studio so I can drink my hot tea. We'll show you. Well, You know what? We'll put a picture of it, and it'll be on the website, uh, which is Lifes3x5s.com. You'll be able to see all the photographs that we have from here, and and the other ones, too, from all of our other uh, episodes. Show your friends. Tell your friends. And buy us a coffee if you want. We can put it in our pottery. (laughs) Our pottery cup. You
2: do know it's a virtual coffee, right? It's a donation thing. You do... Know that, don't you? No, but you can still be
0: biased.
2: coffee. You know, I'll I'll tell you, something uh, down here on 7th Street, which I used to work on 7th Street, believe it or not, way back in the day when I was at my first promotional company, I was on 7th Street. It's a huge compliment when unsolicited... Your next-door neighbor, which is Ernie's Tavern, comes in and says, you know, a lot of your students and your customers come over and have food and drinks afterwards, and they are the nicest people.
1: That's so cool.
2: And when that's unsolicited, that is a huge compliment to Tom and the outfit that he runs here. And just to our north is the old Amcor Bank. Right. So if you are a Rockford native, been in Rockford for a long time. You remember Amcor Bank. It's just to the south on Fifth Avenue.
1: Fifth Avenue, yeah, just south of uh, of that and between the 7th Street and 6th. 6th Street is the way I came up because that's a one-way.
2: Yeah. I uh, had a memory okay. of the Greenwich Village Art Fair. Do you remember going to I that? I do not. And there was a guy by the name of Jim Barbagello. He is not with us anymore, but he was wound up like an eight-day clock. <laughs> And he did pottery that was a, a very special twist. It had gold flakes in it. I oh, want to wow. say it, it was something like raccoon or something oh, like that. Raku pottery. Yes, yeah. it was.
1: I've got a, piece of, that, a couple that's pieces what of those.
2: That's what he did. He would add accessories to it, you know, little decorative knob things about the size of a blueberry. He would grab a kid and he'd say, sit down.
1: Just tells them how to do it. Yeah, let's, let's give Fun. this a try. And, of
2: course, they're a little shaky. But once they've dipped their hands and, and they, they get, get into that clay, they want to be there forever. And for him to do that on the spot, not yeah. knowing what's going on, obviously that piece of pottery that's at the top of our stairs, uh, I, I remember him I every time that I look too. at it.
1: I got it at an yeah. auction. I think we did, You know, one of those auctions that you go to that people are trying to raise money for. We won it. So I probably got a couple of pieces of those, too. The Roku pottery. I love it. Yeah. Never realized who it was from by. Never, yeah. Never yeah. realized. It's, it's that. very unique. You talk about, you know, putting your hands in the clay. Mm-hmm. You have to dip your hands in water when you're molding all this stuff. I mean, we learned a lot. It was kind of interesting. So putting my hand in the clay that's leftover
0: mm-hmm. was kind of fun. <laughs> it almost
1: reminds me of when you make slime or you're making Play-Doh. Oh, sure. Because we yeah. used to make all that all the time. And you're just yeah. feeling that and it goes oozes through your hands. Or when you're at the beach and you're walking in that... I don't know, know, silt kind of stuff goes through your toes. That's what it feels like. Not
2: dry, not wet enough to be hard. Yeah, exactly. Just kind of
1: mushy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, Traditional Japanese pottery Mm -hmm. can take up to a week to fire.
1: Well, Tom said it was going to take a while for this one to fire. they have
2: to dry it. They have to multi-layer it. That sort of blew me away when I was doing a little bit of research on this. I don't know. That's
1: crazy. Hey, I have
2: some... Uh, what do you want to call it? Three by uh, five cards? No, well, I have that, but I have some leftovers from our last show. I went down to Nashville last week. Okay, and one of my friends said that uh, he, he he wished he could call in and talk to us during the show.
0: Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
2: You know what a Harvey Wallbanger is, right? A drink.
1: A drink. I don't know what's in it, but I know what it is. So
2: near the Vanderbilt <laughs> University campus, okay. they have a laundromat Okay, that next door is a bar.
1: Called Harvey Wallbanger?
2: No, oh. they call the laundromat Harvey washer bangers.
1: <laughs> and I like that. They have
2: a huge board uh-huh. in the bar uh-huh. of the numbers of the dryers and washers so you can keep an eye on it. And when your light goes off, you go next door and get your load.
1: Now, how sweet is that? Now,
2: you're a little tipsy oh, by the time like laundry's done. You, you might know? be
1: grabbing the wrong load. That's, where, that's know, right. You know, put like, your pinks is, with the white the, the reds road. with the white.
2: Yeah, you go in with boxer shorts and you, you come out with, come out with thongs. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> That would be interesting. I'm
2: not, I'm not saying that's not possible and it didn't happen before. That would so be interesting. Though. Anyway, anyway, that was sort of a, a, a leftover from our other uh, show. That's kind of cool. Um, well, I have a
1: three by five <clears throat> card. Right. This is actually from Francis and O'Fallon. It's kind of interesting. Kind of ties in, which I didn't anticipate when I pulled it out. Have you ever gotten so mad that you've thrown something? Dishes, cups, pillows, et cetera.
2: Yeah, it was a cell phone.
1: Oh, cell Oh, Yeah. I
2: was so pissed off at a client that didn't buy my product for the stupidest reason, the most non-logical reason. And I can't even remember the product. I can't remember the client. I can't remember what the deal was. No, actually, I do remember Uh-oh. the client. I do remember the client.
1: Well, you don't need to say it. They it's make, okay. They
2: make chewing gum here oh, in town. They do. Oh,
1: just stop.
2: And I was so pissed off because it'd be one thing if you if you said, well, you know, here's the reason. I go, oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it was. I don't know if it was political. So
1: where did you throw? Your, you threw it on the floor, on the <clears throat> wall. No, I, I threw at it. Them.
2: I threw it against a wall. We had a very old, and it was a flip phone. If oh, that tells yes. you how long ago so that was, ago that was. Ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but we were in a very old building in downtown Rockford. Uh, cement blocks, really, on the inside. It was not drywall or anything like that. Oh wow! Um, so you're throwing it against a a brick? All said to be true. I. Sort of needed a new cell phone anyway. Yeah. So it was sort of convenient, if you know what I'm saying. Oh,
1: wow. Um, well, but I've anyway. Never, I've gotten mad. I don't know that I've gotten so mad that I've thrown things. I've gotten frustrated that uh-huh. I've thrown something. Okay. Um, I've just been clumsy and dropped things, no, so I've broken.
2: No breaking windows, no punching doors, no nothing like that. No. Okay. I All right.
1: did some hammering a couple of times. <laughs> Um, never thrown, but yeah, that's a story for another day. There
2: are not details with the hammer? No,
1: no, there's, that's a story for another day. This is, that's not one to tell right now. You're just going to have to hold Uh, off on that, but just suffice it to say, don't piss me off. So
2: here's what I'm asking you. It takes a lot, it
1: takes a lot to get me mad.
2: (laughs) Here's what I'm asking you. You say today's not the day, it's not the right time, it's a later time. Uh Uh-huh. When is that time? So I can mark my calendar and the time to ask you, and then you fess up.
1: Sorry, folks. <laughs> this is not going to be an on-the-air type story. Oh. This is a one-on-one. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, one-on-one. So this, on one. this is
2: driving home or driving, yeah, okay. Oh.
1: Yeah, yeah, I hate to burst your bubble on that one. Or, oh, no, or, no,
2: no, no. I win. I hear the story anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no. True. Yeah, sorry, guys. No, I'm thrilled. Sorry.
1: I. I just, I just... <laughs> I just Let need me just to know say, when. It's with, it's with an ex-boyfriend, and that's all you can conjure up the rest, okay. I'm sure.
2: Mm-mm. Hey, when you were talking about uh, getting your hands in this pottery and this It feels clay, really cool. Do you remember the dirtiest you have been?
1: Yeah, when I was doing mud volleyball.
2: We did mud volleyball too. It was so much
1: fun. It's fun. You know, the very first time I did that was in Hannibal when we had it on the 4th of July. We of, 4th of July in Hannibal is so cool because it's like four days. It's a Tom Sawyer days. You know, they're painting the fence. They're having oh, sure. fireworks. You do all kinds of great stuff. They have uh, mud volleyball with the Mississippi mud. But I think that was one of the first times I actually got really, really. Dirty like that, and we were in our front yard, and you had to hose yourself off. Yeah, yeah. so muddy. You
2: yeah. know, I remember doing mud volleyball uh, just north of Rockford, and it was for yeah, the Roscoe area. All right? yeah, like Alzheimer's yep. Association or, or something, something like that. that. Yeah. yeah. The mud and the dirt and the stuff that you got out of crevices. That
1: you didn't think. you
2: I know, right? <laughs> weeks <laughs> weeks later. I mean, I, I went through a whole box of Q-tips because it was just, in oh, my God, All it's over, still yep. there. Holy shit, it's yeah. still there. Yeah. It was unbelievable, but yeah. incredibly fun. And the neat part about us playing that time is, you know, you, you gather people in for your team, uh-huh, right? Right. And I can't remember, it was just a group of friends. You know, it wasn't the radio station thing at this particular time that I'm thinking of. And, you know, if you've got this group of friends, you've got some people that are librarians and some people that are strippers. I mean, and you've you'd be got,
1: surprised how <laughs> got, competitive they can be yes, and how good they are. Yes,
2: so you've got the extreme. And to see these people, God, they would freak out if they got ketchup on their hand in normal situations. And now they're completely covered, it was a really good thing to have.
1: I have a a story about that. When we were doing uh, up there in Roscoe, we were, radio station, doing this, all dressed in tuxedos.
2: Oh, nice. Wow. And
1: I think it was an old white tuxedo. I think it was up there. If it was not that, (laughs) then it was in Quincy. But we were in white tuxedos. That's am almost positive, yeah. It was crazy. That's amazing. But do you know how heavy that is? Oh yeah that mud gets so heavy, (laughs) it just drags your pants down. You have to tape your shoes on because they come off your feet. Yes. You know, your 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 shirt is just it is a workout just to walk (laughs) in that mud, let alone try to hit the ball over the court, you know. know, one,
2: One time we had a birthday party in my mom's back pasture. Mm. Uh, that was completely mud-themed. You know how you usually have birthday parties that are themed? Not anymore, not mud parties. This was completely mud-themed. We had a mud fight. You could uh, build sculptures. You know, how high can you get? You know, the highest one won the prize and stuff like that. Oh, God, I bet we had about five different events that we did. And every time was, you do it and you set it up to where the mud is drier
1: you should have probably used the cow patties that were there because they usually get very dry. No. A little mushy no, in the middle, but dry no, on the outside, and you can stack them no, pretty good. No, <laughs> I, You were you know, in the back 40. No, we <laughs> didn't go
2: that route. We had we had horses. We didn't have cows. Uh, but well, we, horses still yeah, put a cow up but, there but for you. But we could have gotten some cow chips somewhere yeah. along the line, but we decided to go get a... Uh, 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 like a $2 bag of really rich black dirt uh, at Lowe's. What did Lowe's. you do with that afterwards? Just spread it out in the field. Oh, okay, yeah. good. I mean, you didn't I mean, waste it. it. No, I mean, part of the games were, it was spread out anyway. Yeah. You know, you didn't and really to have to do, to do anything. A whole heck of no. a lot. But boy, that was fun. That I got
1: to tell fun. you, I'm watching him do this stuff, and it's just amazing. And I, my first thought when we were talking about this is Ghost, the movie mm-hmm. Ghost. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the f- most famous scene in... With Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze. Hey, did you know, a little trivia here, did you know that that uh, piece of pottery that they did Mm -hmm. was not supposed to fall? And when it did, the two of them, Demi and and Patrick, just went on with the script like nothing ever happened? Yeah, so when you watch that again, you'll go, oh, Uh that wasn't supposed to happen. And that was the sexiest scene he had done in any movie. Really?
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So here's something that I'm going to do for your head. Okay. You my ready? My head? Yeah. You ready? I'm going to put it in your head. Put, oh, it, put oh, it in your oh, mind. Oh,
1: my tumble dry, as my not, husband <laughs> would say. Put it in my tumble I'm not dry not to do cycle.
2: anything to your head.
1: Oh, that's what I was wondering.
2: So I want you to envision that scene. Okay. And swap out the other star of the ghost movie for Demi Moore. And that would be Whoopi Gober Yeah,
1: Whoopi was the ghost. Yeah, I know. And you, she was there because Patrick know. Swayze
2: wanted her. I know, but she wasn't there there. Right. She wasn't sitting at the wheel. I'm just saying. Right. If you want to envision that just a little bit.
1: Nah, i pass. No, okay. I'll pass. I'll pass on that one. Thanks
2: for asking, though.
1: Exactly. But yeah. speaking of movies, you know, the claymation is a big deal with mm. movies. And it is so
2: hard to do. Yeah, Wallace and Gromit is phenomenal. Oh and Crazy. when you know how they do it you have such a greater appreciation for the craft
1: well i got to tell you nick park is another director that does it too and um, tim burton oh yeah. i actually did some looking up on this because yeah. and, and i have to tell you why it's so time consuming if ever, if you don't know it's very complex creative and time consuming because they have to make every single character and all the sets by hand and they mm-hmm. film it one frame at a time. Yes. So it could take you three to five days to get set up to film one millisecond yeah. of the movie. It just you takes forever. You go in, forever.
2: you move, you set back, yep. you go in, you move, you set back. And you
1: got to make them all Yeah, just yeah, the it's way like it Tom is. like Tom
2: was saying. When you see some of those claymation figures walk downstairs, mm-hmm. oh my mm-hmm. God, are you kidding me? Oh, I'm the, telling you. The patience of the saints that must work on those films. Oh. I can't imagine. And... I would have a fear, you know, you wrap up the day, you go home.
1: And they would dry out.
2: Thank you. What if something would happen to the set Right. and then it's gone? I'm sure they make provisions, you well, know, Well, so. kind of like
1: here, you'll see everything wrapped up in plastic, you know, mire bags or, or yeah. Valley bags yeah. or Target bags. I think that's just to keep the moisture in and yeah. everything out. Yeah. So I got to tell you, the top five claymation movies. Okay. Um, Chicken Run. Oh, yeah. That was Nick Park. That was back in 2000. Yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town, 1970, made Ooh, in 1970. Didn't know about the that. The other one, which is one of my favorites, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 1964. And most
2: people would not consider that claimation, But it was. You yeah. know, when
1: you think about it, you know, Burl Ives and his snowman, whatever. Yeah. Early Man, do you remember that one? That was by Nick Park. That was in 2018. Mm, That's no. Not as well known, but that was no. a big one. And of course, no. the most favorite is. Nightmare Before Christmas from Tim Burton. Oh, yeah. That's that g- is just crazy. Creepy all over it. Oh, it's <laughs> nuts. You know, it was actually supposed to be a Disney film. Really? hmm And then it kind of started out that way, but Tim Burton was too dark for Disney.
2: Oh, I thought Disney left it on the shelf and Tim picked it up.
1: Yeah, it was oh. just too dark. Oh wow! And he, his—that was his personality. From what I was reading, that was his personality. When death
2: you're death. talking about Hollywood and movies and mm-hmm. TV, I uh, I want to bring something up to the audience that I saw two weeks ago, because of the anniversary of Northern Exposure. Northern Exposure is a TV show that supposedly took place in Alaska, but actually it took place uh, in a town in. Oregon
1: do you know I've never seen that show oh I've never seen I remember watching one episode it. Of yeah
2: it. and this guy was sort of placed for employment in this very small town and he's trying to adapt you know and I mean the whole script of that has been done with Michael J Fox and stuff like that he over, was in there? over the years no oh, different okay. movies over the years Oh, oh, but oh, when they're okay. getting back and they're doing this anniversary and they're reuniting the cast The gal that was the main star with the little pixie haircut, her name is Janine Turner. And when I saw her, among all these other people, and she's laughing, and the expression to what somebody else said, it is the brunette version of Liz Wilder. (laughs) And I mean to tell you, Uh... in the most exact, varied way, it was creepy. It was like you had a sister a, a doppelganger somewhere that now appeared on television.
1: So that's kind of funny cuz I've never ever thought that before.
2: Mm-hmm. I've always
1: been told Kristen Wig is who I look like. But you
2: have to look at it as the age that you are now and the age that she is now. That's what you have to look oh, so at. I, yeah. She's my age? Mm. Oh. Yeah, baby. So please look that up because you will be looking you will be looking in the mirror. Janine Turner. Hey, by the way, thank you for the lip balm and the share last time we had a show. Uh, It was maybe, by the way, this is mango that we have today. I I heard something on WGN the other day that during this uh, lip balm's first time on the shelf, it completely sold out in one day. What is the flavor of that lip balm? Strawberry. No. Mint. No. Mango. No uh you're not gonna guess coffee no chicken wings
1: oh gross <laughs> that is so gro- that's like bacon isn't it It would be
2: like bacon lip balm
1: gross yeah i know i, I know. would not ever do that
2: I, I uh, sold out in one day Can that's you ridiculous so
1: what would your favorite lip balm if you could make a lip balm of any kind what would it be
2: a strawberry banana Ooh. I that's what I have. I either a cherry or a strawberry at home, but I would do the strawberry banana. I just like that in my yogurt, I like that in my shakes and my smoothies. I would probably like that in a lip balm. I'm you just I'd saying try
1: a cookies and cream oh my. or a chocolate. Oh, there course, you go. Of course, you know, that's probably counter to intuitive because I'd be licking my lips after I put it on all mm-hmm. the time. You know, I want to lick that. Ooh, it tastes yeah. like chocolate. Yeah, you'd mm-hmm. go through it pretty quick. Mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. It'd hey, go we- off the shelves pretty <laughs> fast, <wouldn't it?
2: laughs> Hey, we've got a three by five for us. Okay. This is from Stefan in Aspen, Colorado. As a wizard, Mm. if you could cast a spell on someone,
1: what and who would that spell be? Ooh, (laughs) if you could cast a spell. Yeah. Hmm, well, I could be naughty or I could be nice on this one.
2: (laughs) Well, the holiday season is over, so have at it. So I can be good. That's right, have Um, at it, knock yourself out.
1: Well, unfortunately, my... My brother's not here with me anymore, but I would have cast a spell on him so he could talk to me. One oh. more time. I'd like to hear him one more time.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: that would be bad. Yeah. But then if I was going to be really mean and mad at somebody, I was just watching something on Netflix, I'd make somebody have a wart on their face. <laughs> Ick. Yeah, right there. Either wow. by their chin or on their nose.
2: Wow. What's that got to do with Netflix?
1: Oh, because I watched a show about witches and I and you know what it was called? Worst Witch or something like that. This is a little fun show. You're not talking about the one with Bette Midler, are you? No, 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 no. This is a little series, and it's, they're English. It's kind of like a Harry Potter type deal, but it was called The Worst Witch. And I just got, you know how you're flipping through and trying Uh, to find something. And this little girl caught my eye, so I just watched it, and that's what it was. And I thought, oh, they're learning about magic, and she's not a magical person, or she didn't think she was. But she could see these people and found out she was Magic, oh. even though nobody in her family was a witch. Oh, my. But one girl, who was a nasty little girl, had a little wart right on her chin. But warts are good when the witches have it because it gives yeah. them power. Well, she yeah. faked the wart. Yeah, she deserved she, it, obviously. Yeah, well, but she faked it, so it wasn't ah, a real one. So gotcha. that's why I
2: Here's it. mine. And okay. these are some family members. These are some Uh-oh. friends. These are... Uh, people Is it that, a good thing? People that, well, you be the judge. Uh-oh. People that have worked for me over the years, I would love to take these people from 78 RPMs to 33 and a third.
1: Oh, to slow they, them down a little bit. They, they, are, really fast. they, they,
2: talk, they, they are too like hyper. They are. It's like, can't we just sit here and have a taco? No. No, we that's can't. Boring. No, that's their answer. No, no we boring. can't. That's boring. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's now, my spell that I, I would cast. if I could put a
1: spell on me, Uh-oh. I would like to have an invisibility spell.
2: Oh, for what kind of creepy reason is that?
1: Just because sometimes people are talking about you, and you want to know what they're talking <sighs> about. You. So then you, you go behind them. I put in, <gasps> I'd be like, can't believe they said that about me. You, you know, why not?
2: You think they're talking about you, or you know no, they're you know, talking? Well,
1: who knows? Really? I still would like, and then sometimes I want to go places that you're not supposed to go. I try to do that anyway. Well we've but, done that anyway, yeah. yeah. But you Coronado could get in Theater, there, you could go there invisible. I think that would just be so cool.
2: That would be good.
1: It'd also be a fun trick to play on a cop if you are driving a car and <laughs> there's nobody there <laughs> driving the car. You know. Yeah, just just teasing. You know
2: the me. whole thing about talking about and then wanting to eavesdrop on them and verifying it? Hello
1: I podcast. Would, no,
2: I would rather not know. What do you mean? I seriously, if somebody was talking about me, and honestly, I don't think it was either good or bad. It just talking about me in general. And I thought that was a possibility. I would never like sneak around the corner or hide in a closet Shh. and wait. I wouldn't do it. I would. Rather, I sure
1: as heck <laughs>
2: I would. I could tell that, Liz. But I would rather not know. Why? Because oh,
1: it hurts your feelings. Probably.
2: Well, no, but lots of times that feeling thing that fades away. Oh. But there would be something, I don't know what it would be, and I don't, I can't verify this because so, I've never done it, but I, I think something would hang with me, mm, and I don't want something to hang with me.
1: Uh, no, I'd, I'd be really? invisible in a heartbeat, uh, you betcha. Right. So what would you do then? If you had to put a spell on yourself, if you could do that, what spell would you have? A spell
2: on myself? Well, you know,
1: like I would do, ding, ding, there you are, um, I'm
2: invisible. I think it would be worry less. If I could tone that down. So if you could be
1: a happy-go-lucky, say-yes-to-everything type thing, then?
2: Uh, No. It's, uh, I wonder how my mom is today. And there was no justification to think that she was anything but good. You know, I got nothing to base that on. Uh, It it lingers, and I would take that linger away from me. Huh, okay. That's what I would do. Zap. Zap. I Take know, that, linger I away from me. Little, little cerebral, isn't it? <laughs> I got another three <laughs> by five. Okay. This is from Harvey in Henderson, Nevada. Hey, Harvey. Would you be a better card counter or a better pickpocket in Las Vegas?
1: No, <laughs> oh, definitely not a card counter. I'd be a better pickpocketer. Would you really? Mm-hmm. I wow. could bump into people easy. <laughs> no problem. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. easy. You're, like, you're like an ass grabber <laughs> that that would probably that would be easy if they kept their wallet in the back pocket you betcha no i'm uh, um i have to use my fingers and toes too much to be a card counter
2: oh that would be so awkward you know oh and then trying to God. remember everybody I, else's i, I just know. couldn't do that i know it's too much going on uh-uh. so I what know. would you do i would do the pickpocket thing see only because see? only because i think it's more entertaining I think the repetitiveness of the card counting would just be completely boring. It's but like, you know,
1: some people uh, like that. They yeah, like
2: numbers. But, you know, I stole $100,000 oh. in chips from this guy, and then I steal another 50000 from this woman, and then I'm done. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, I'm just going to do that again. I can't do that. Pickpocket, on the other hand... Oh. You just grab something out that, of their pocket. That would be all kinds of variety. But that's also
1: scary because you can get in trouble. You can get in trouble both ways. But yeah. Well, no.
2: Let's assume that everything we talk about here, nobody gets <laughs> in
1: trouble. <laughs> nobody
2: gets in okay, trouble. nobody
1: gets in trouble. Yeah, it's all and mine. you take
2: a wallet one time, and you may not want uh, money, and you may pickpocket somebody's hat. That's out of a, the back pocket. That's a really, well, no, well, just on them. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. I or gotcha. their Or their watch. You know, mm, it would just be that mm-hmm. kind of thing.
1: Something easy. yeah.
2: Yes. Not necessarily money related. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'd still,
1: I'd still choose pickpocket. I'm just saying. Harvey, know. that was a good one. I hope he hasn't been pickpocketed. He's probably a card counter.
2: <laughs> He's probably a card counter. Yeah, right?
1: Sorry. I didn't, I didn't know He's, if you knew that or not. He wanted
2: to see me at any competition. <laughs> oh, my just God. Just a little
1: bit. Not from this person. If numbers were letters, I'd be great.
2: <laughs> but they're not. But they're not. <laughs> <laughs> not.
0: Yeah
1: yeah yeah
2: wow. Well, if I was only taller, but, <laughs> but you're <I'm> not.
0: not.
1: <laughs>
2: I don't understand why people do that. That's
1: why they wear heels you know
2: all you know, if I was a better singer, but you're not, oh my God, you're not. yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey, I've got one from Olivia in Owensboro, Kentucky. Have you ever left a restaurant because you've seen someone that you did not want to talk to? Mm-hmm. Have you really? mm-hmm? You have picked up from a table in the mm-hmm. middle of a meal and left a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Holy shit.
1: And I've done it before also. Wow. You know, like before I, when I sit down, I'm like, oh, not going to stay here. We're going to get up and go.
2: Do you scan the room purposely? I do. Really?
1: I, you know, and I, B- I used because to Because somebody do that. might be
2: talking about you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I can't be invisible. I got to go hear what they're saying.
1: No, but I did that way back when. You know what? I learned that after I uh, was in Memphis when I had a, um, a stalker after that to kind of scan the room before you go in, find the spot to sit. And, and then sometimes afterwards it just got to the point where, do I know anybody in here? You know, so you're working the room. You're, you know, you're yeah as a DJ who's on site who, for an MC gig right. or whatever, you know, you scan the room to see who it is that you know, so you can talk to people or talk about people, you know, when you're on the mic or whatever, right. but at the restaurant, same thing. So you want to scan the room. So you're not being rude. You yeah. know, you walk by and you don't, see them, you know.
2: Yeah. All right, so here's the other thing. I don't necessarily scan a room. I would much rather go up to somebody I know as opposed to them coming up to me.
1: Well, that's right? fine too, yeah. Yeah, I, too. yeah,
2: but I don't purposely scan the room. But the other thing is I want my back to the wall.
1: Why is that?
2: Well, it's the old Italian thing. You uh... know, that's where they would come in and shoot you dead. But getting back to this whole radio thing and people recognize you, Yeah. I had a couple of people sort of grab me from behind which was sort of a, oh, God, it's glad, good to see you, blah, blah, blah. And th- it was just obnoxious. I mean, they literally mm. were, grabbed were, you. Were, yeah. on, were on my back while I'm sitting there eating a meal. Yeah. And I would rather not that happen again. So my back is to the I wall. guess
1: I never really paid attention to the way we position it. When mm-hmm. I never paid attention to that. When Brian and I go and eat, we're just we're just there. Sometimes it's booths.
2: Well, sometimes you don't have a
1: choice. No, you don't. No, you yeah. don't. So yeah, you yeah. just sit there or chairs and, you know, whatever. Yeah. I've I've never,
2: I never left a restaurant because I saw somebody. I figured, well, you know what? We're just going to have to be two cats in a living room Mm. and you just do it. Now, there are people that will see somebody that they anticipate I would have a problem with, Uh like my former partner, my business partner. Uh We always see Brad and Judy at a restaurant of some sort, although the business breakup was bad. It has been fantastic every time. For decades. Yeah. And we will sit there and talk and talk and talk. So it's the opposite of avoiding or leaving. And it, it just depends on the person. Ah, see, I, I
1: think that too. I think it depends on yeah. the person and the time and the place and whatnot yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So you know, Olivia. Have to, Olivia, thank you. That was a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I'm going to have to go on, on the website and check out these things too. Because I don't get on there and see all the questions you guys send. Tim usually does that. He's much better. But you can go to our website at lifes 3 Send us a question, a comment, you know, whatever you want. You can talk about us. If you want to talk about Tim, that's fine. I won't tell him because he doesn't want to know. <laughs> Me, go ahead. I will read every word of it. But anyway, you can go there. You can buy us a coffee. You can see the places that we've been. If you don't know how to hear the podcast and you can't tell your friends or your family exactly the steps, that's okay. We've got it covered. Just go to our website, and we've got a tab up there that will show you as well. Uh, you can find out what we've been up to, which I have to kind of update some of that stuff too. I'm trying to think of how many I we've think, done. Now. I think
2: collectively we're about at 58. Wow! So we've done yeah.
1: 58 different places. I love it. But anyway, it's it's nice to hear from you, and we'd love to hear from you. We will ask what your email address is only because that's just the way it is. We don't use it for anything. We say thank you. Yeah, but I know people are hesitant about putting that down.
2: Then give us a fake one.
1: <laughs> oh, you know what? That's true too. I never thought about that. Oh no, I never thought about that. Yeah. So either way, it's just so that it gets to us so that your comment gets to us. Yeah.
2: When you see Tootsie yeah. Roll one two three show up so Is many times. Is that no. Oh, no.
1: oh, I thought maybe that was your fake one <laughs> no, that you used. No,
2: but okay. that would probably be a fake email. I'm just saying. Oh, probably. that's interesting.
1: But anyway, so there you go. <laughs> hey,
2: I'll tell you, last week I had a Unbelievable week in Nashville, Tennessee. I was able to see Mo Pitney, who is a country singer from our hometown. That's right. It was pouring rain from the time I left to the time I came back, except for about three hours one afternoon. And they got eight inches of snow the week before, which shuts down a city like Nashville. I was able to meet... So many really, really good people.
1: And you missed out on them. Nasty weather up here.
2: Yes, I know that. <laughs> but I also saw so many really good bands. Yes. And sometimes they only play for tips. Yep. And sometimes when it's pouring rain and it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon, you're the only one in the bar As their audience.
1: And there's so many good bands and so many bars. You can walk in at any time, day or night, and they are playing. Oh, oh my God. It's amazing. Nashville's really cool. It was so much fun.
2: But you know what Nashville has also turned into is the... um, Bridesmaid. Yeah, my God. Mecca. Oh, my God. Everybody goes there for the weddings. Yeah, for the bridesmaids. Oh, God, it's so painful to watch. And they all dress the same, and they're all in peak sequins, and they all get cowboy hats. I'm just saying what I saw. Oh, what you saw. Oh, okay. And and cowboy boots and sashes that say, I'm a hot mess. And And that's
1: the bride, usually. Oh, God. And... You, I. Oh, you didn't to get to go to anything else. You didn't I get to d- see anything else, did you? I
2: just, ya? I just cringe. I absolutely cringe. I just go. Oh my I god! I don't
1: remember when it became such a big deal for <laughs> that stuff. I mean, I had a bridal shower. Sandy probably did too. But you didn't have a bridal shower week. No, but and yeah. no, we didn't do that. No, but I, I remember. Know. Our, and mine was. I mean, I may have had a, a couple of different showers from different things. Like my girlfriend had a pampered <laughs> chef party, or a, I guess it was a candle.
2: We had one bachelor party for me mm-hmm. and this is 33 years ago we all went into Chicago
1: oh see, so it was still and, a destination place Yes,
2: and went to Rush Street and yeah. went down to Millennium Park and we just we walked and walked and walked and walked and walked and just had so much fun and you know you sort of stop here and you go oh this is sort of a neat place and you have a beer yep. and then you get up and you go to the, go next, to the next place spot. yeah yep. and all of a sudden you realize that you're like 18 blocks away from your car it's like and we've
1: already been drinking and who's got the directions and, and we yeah. didn't
2: do a loop that's the problem oh. we're in the city with the loop and we didn't do a loop you back did a to straight line. we did <laughs> Which is so stupid.
1: Well, but then you just have to go back on the other side of the street and head to all those other I, bars. I know.
2: I know. Unfortunately, it didn't work that way. If you know what I mean, when you have a little alcohol inside you and you just, you have no clue. But it gives us really good stories to tell.
1: 33 years later. 33
2: years <laughs> later. You know, and maybe the memory is a little fuzzy. But know, mine's yeah. fuzzy. I can't even
1: remember what I had to drink and eat yesterday, let yeah. alone.
2: Speaking of drinking, I think I'm a little low on the end of my pottery mug here. and I I
1: have a little bit. Um, Let me slurp mine, and I'll be done. I think we
2: need to move on and Mm -hmm. let Tom get on with his life and all the other people that are going to be piling in this afternoon for his classes. Again, Tom at Three Ravens Pottery on Fifth Avenue, uh, at the intersection of Fifth Avenue and 7th Street. Look for Ernie's Tavern. He's right next door in the great big Rockford mural. Uh, That's just, why
1: you wanted to, do,
2: to stop, because you
0: wanted
1: is. to go to Ernie's.
2: That's exactly I it. I knew there was an ulterior mode. That's exactly anyway, it. Anyway, <laughs> check out Tom's
1: website. It's 3, but you got to spell out the word, T-H-R-E-E, 3ravenspottery.com, mm-hmm. and then on social media, so Facebook and Instagram and right. all that good stuff. And
2: down the road, when we uh, get the call that we can come back and get our pieces, we will oh, post yeah. those pictures of those pieces of pottery that we made today.
1: Oh, that'll be so fun, yeah, because it'll yeah. be probably, what, about a month or so, Tom? About there? Yeah? Okay, cool. He'll be so excited. I know. He's such a tease, isn't I he? I know. Goes, this yeah, is going to be great. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah.
2: Thanks again. Good seeing you, Liz.
1: Good to see you, too, Tim. Right, kind of missed you.
2: Keep your fingers out of any clay that may just be <laughs> randomly no, I'm gonna appearing. I'm going to have to get the clay
1: that's out from underneath. Hey, okay. Before we go, I got to tell you, <laughs> you cannot do fingernails when you're doing clay. You no. just can't.
2: No. And by the way, oh my God, you if can't. you take off your rings and you put them in your shoes, I'm here to remind you
1: <laughs> that you need they're to take them. in your them, left yeah, shoe. Yeah,
2: they're in your left shoe. Put them back on yeah
1: right i'm gonna have clay all (laughs) over my fingers so hey everybody thanks again for joining us on this episode of life's three by fives i'm liz wilder boyer
0: and i'm tim larson take care thank you for joining liz wilder and tim larson If you'd like to offer a conversation topic suggestion or contribute to the tip jar in support of this podcast, visit Lifes3x5s.com. In the meantime, watch our Facebook page for more reasons to join us at another remote location for more unscripted stories on Lifes3x5s.